You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 246. And it's Tuesday, August 14th, 2018. Ruben, this year is flying by. So quickly. It is. We've got lots of big news. Oh, Such big news, Leighton. Do you know what it is? Yep. Jeffy <laughs> is not on the podcast again today. That's big news. It is. Mic drop. Uh, <laughs> in, <laughs> That's it. In other news, the French Fest is officially scheduled. We have a, a time and a place. Really? Someone accepted us? Someone did accept us. Oh, we're like the homeless podcasters, and a door was swung wide open. A big, beautiful door. Uh, is it? What is the door made of? The door is made of nice oak wood. Really? Maybe glass. Okay. Uh, definitely glass. Definitely glass. Maybe not the oak wood. Not the oak wood, just glass. Uh, the smell as you step through the door is a beautiful aroma, something that we're all very familiar with. The smell of dog poop. Of coffee. Oh. I I totally misguessed that. You did misguess it. Oh, no. Anyway, Main Street Roasters was kind enough to open up their doors again oh. for the second annual French Fest. French Fest 2018. Oh, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Uh, it is September 11th. So we're having French Fest on 9-11 then. Yeah. It's a Tuesday night, you know, just regular podcasting time. Yep. And we're, uh, it'll be on Facebook, so you can RSVP if you want to. It'd be kind of nice to know how many people are planning on being there, so we can make proper accom- proper accommodations. Accom- yes. Yep. It, definitely. We will have freebies again to give away. Of course, we'll have some merch as well. Door prices then. Yeah. Oh, we gave away a ton of stuff last I know. year. I can't believe how much stuff we gave away. I know. Oh. Are we going to give away more stuff this year? Probably not. Okay, good. So. <laughs> but but, but I mean, we're going to give some stuff. Oh, yeah, well, we're, we're going to have stuff to give away. Okay. But I feel like the, the the quantity might not be as much, but the quality will. The, the quality is going to be just as good, if not higher. Probably higher than last year's. Uh, what was that? The quality of our giveaways are going to be just as good, if not better, than last year. Yeah, probably not better, but just as good. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new sponsor, though. We do have a new sponsor. But last year we had some really good giveaways, too. We, we had, did. We had lots of coffee shop giveaways, and I forget even what all, but we uh, had a lot of stuff. Anyway, anyway. anyway. Uh, so we're going to do some planning here tonight on the podcast. Uh, we're going to call up... Um, Oh, I had it no, right. Don't don't give it don't 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 give it away. Okay, okay, but we're we're just making we're just making some plans, right? So you you can listen in. And you should be able to listen in. Why can't you listen in? I'm trying to listen in. I know I know you're trying to listen. Oh, there we go. Do you hear that? Yeah.
naive response from a party owner. Sorry, Mr. Call. Uh, I'm sorry, too, we missed your call. Oh. Well, now the cat's out of the bag. All right, let's try something else here. <laughs> People just don't want their business, I guess. They don't. <clears throat> is, is that the only place that we have? No, no. I, I got another one lined up here. Oh, good. How's the mouse? Hi, uh, this is uh, Leighton with uh, the French Press podcast, and um, we're having an event coming up uh, in September. Um, and we were wondering if you have any bouncy castles available. Yeah, we got some. What was the date you're looking for? What What was that? What was the date? Oh, the date, September 11th. September 11th? Yeah. Yeah, we got some bouncy castles available. All right. How, how, how much are we talking about? Well, where's it going to? It's going to a tiny uh, little town in, in Napanee. Uh, it's in okay. Indiana. Okay. Yeah, to go there. Well, we got a 15 by 15 bounce house that would run 200, or we got a 13 by 13 that would run 175. Okay, a 13 by 13. Ha- have you ever set that up inside of a building before, or have, they, have you only done outdoor? Well, it can go inside. It's got to be fifteen, at least fifteen feet of clearance. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll talk. I'll, I'll talk about it with the rest of the people that are that are planning the event. Um, okay. Uh, but thank you for your time. And and if we uh, if we decide to go with you, uh, we'll we'll give you a call back. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. All right, and that was House of Bounce. So House they, of Bounce. They answered the phone. They've got three out of five stars on Google. I would give them a four. He I was like too. very like on it. He knew the prices. He knew where Napanee was at. He did. Uh, which they're out of Osceola, so I would expect him to be familiar with Napanee. I, I, th- I thought that you just went <laughs> online and just called like, hi, this is Bouncy Castles from California. Uh, where do we need to do an airdrop? <laughs> Not quite. So it sounds like that would fit. Into Main Street Coffee House. We could have it right in the middle. All right. Well, let's keep it under wraps for right now. Okay. We don't want to spring anything. Let's talk about it with, with Marcus and Deborah. Sure. And see if they're okay with having a bouncy castle inside the coffee shop. Um, All right. Uh, what else should we plan? Uh, oh, boy. A clown? Ooh, a clown would be great. Yeah. But I feel like that might take away from 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 the French press, maybe. At the very least, he could give us an intermission. He could give us a little bit of a break. That is true. Okay. All right. I'm just looking up clown rentals. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I cringe, Ruben. Like, ugh. All right. You ready, Leighton? These guys guys are out of Chicago, so this might be a little bit pricey. Okay. But let's see what we got. They also have magicians. Well, then they would definitely steal the show from us. Uh, I see what you did there.
I'll, I can leave him a voicemail. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't just keep on ringing. Maybe they don't have an answering machine. Do phones just ring endlessly? <clears throat> like, if they don't have an answering machine? Until the lady at the, uh, unplugs your line. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Please leave a message and your call will be returned as soon as possible. This sounds like it could be anyone, though. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give just anyone our information. If I want to give somebody our information, I want it to be either clowns or magicians. All right? <sighs> All right, well, why don't we... Why don't we move on and talk about some some other topics? Okay. Maybe, All right. Well, well, so affecting us. we if people like that, we we can do a poll if they want to hear more more planning sessions uh, for French Fest. L- let us know. Send us a message. Either send us a message or we could do a poll. Well, we could. I guess. I guess. Yeah, we know the poll by the end of next week. Yep. So, I'll, I'll set up a poll for us, and then Layton. Um, I think I mentioned last week that we took our dog to dog obedience school. Yeah. And you didn't really talk about it much. Well, I didn't go the first time. Just my wife went the first time. But I did go this past time, which it's on Mondays. And it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun? Yeah, it's kind of enjoyable because you're be you're getting educated on on raising a dog. Owning a dog can go one of two ways. It well, can, what are the two ways? It can either go horribly where the dog acts like 99% of dogs where he poops and pees wherever he pleases jumps up on furniture jumps up on people licks people licks things eats everything mm. uh, except for his food and bites people and, and bites people of course and it, it barks when he's not supposed to um and is quiet when he should be barking and making the owner aware that's your that's typical the one dog. way and that's the typical normal you know how, that's the 99% how, that's 99% in my yeah okay from what you've observed. From what I've observed in my interactions with dogs. Gotcha. And I, and of course, their breath is awful. Oh. So if they do lick you or touch you, you, of course, smell like their breath or like their outside, which is even... Oh, their outside is the it's worst. It's probably worse. Their their exterior smell is worse than their, their mouth smell. Their interior smell? Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway, the other way that it can go is that you have a dog that barks when he's supposed to. Gotcha. Does not bark excessively. Only barks to notify and to and to scare off. Um, a dog that stays on the floor does not jump on people. Does not jump on things unless he's told to jump on things or bite oh. people when he's told to bite people. <laughs> that's that's the other kind of dog. That's the and, ideal and of course, dog. he has a spot where he poops and pees. Yeah. And he only poops and pees there. Mm-hmm. And only does it when he has permission. So, <laughs> so you could take it to that spot, but he still won't do it until he has your permission. Exactly. Like, don't poop, don't poop. Okay, now poop. And it, poof, it, just, <laughs> it just immediately squeezes out. So dog obedience school is that is giving people, dog owners, the tools to have their dog act in a way that they are, they are happy with. Okay. So I want a dog that listens to what I say. Uh-huh. And and to do that, it takes some work and some effort. Mm-hmm. And so, but I'd much rather do the work and the effort and have an animal that I'm okay with than one that I despise. Mm. So <clears throat> that's why it's exciting to go to dog obedience school. I went this last time and I felt like I did learn some new tools, techniques, and things to work on with our dog, Leroy. Mm. So I'm, I was kind of excited about it. It was fun. 
Okay. Um. Yeah, uh. Did do you feel like Leroy really enjoyed it? Um. Did he enjoy it? Yes. Leroy is a lot like my wife, Carmen. He hairy, <laughs> bad, bad breath. He is a social poops wherever he wants butter, to butterfly. Oh, he is always <laughs> amped and ready to go and join in the fun and join the party and ready to pounce on new people and meet new people. Mm. I'm much more like your dog. I am when, much more like my dog. No, you're not. I'm like my dog, I feel. No. You feel like I'm like Leroy? You're much more like Leroy. No, Layden. I am so bridled. <laughs> All right? I am extremely cautious. I don't just speak out of turn. <laughs> All right? I don't speak when I'm supposed to be quiet. Uh, I'm on alert. I notify people when there's danger around. <laughs> well, your dog doesn't do that. That's true. <laughs> He but, notifies you when he's annoyed that you're like waking him up from sleeping. <laughs> he will growl. Oh boy, that is you. <laughs> yes, I I am definitely have the personality of your dog Kryptonite, and Carmen, my wife, has the personality of our dog Leroy. Gotcha. Uh, but anyway, so does he enjoy dog obedience school? Yes, because there's other dogs there, and mm-hmm. there is a, there's interaction with the other dogs. And he's just racing around, jumping, jumping around, and flying around. Do, do the how do the trainers view him? Do they like view him as like, ugh, that's an annoying dog? Not as annoying as some of the other dogs because Leroy, although full of energy, is is pretty quiet. There gotcha. was, there's a couple other dogs just that, just, that just bark incessantly. Oh, and it's so irritating. And do you know what, Layden? What he, he gave a tool for that. What tool is it? Do you have a dog at home, or maybe your neighbor's dog? Or maybe uh, a relative's dog, and that just barks the entire time. And it is it does it grind on you? Does it irritate you? Do you think of killing kryptonite? Killing the dog. <laughs> uh, if you if this if you've experienced this, then I've have a tool for you. What is it? And it's cheap and it's relatively easy. Be honest. Is it a roll of duct tape? No. Oh no. Is it as expensive as a roll of duct tape? Uh, or is no. it cheaper? I think it's probably it's a little more ex- uh, expensive initially. You need white vinegar and a bottle sprayer, and, oh, and you okay. just fill it up with water and put some vinegar in it. And then when they bark, you spray in their mouth and say "enough" or "stop." And after enough time, after doing this, they'll start relating cause and effect. Animals, dogs at least, are really kind of uh kind of like a puzzle <clears throat> a puzzle or kind of like a, a math equation mm. not really a math equation algebra but they they learn cause and effect is a big thing ah. with with them and so if they do a and c happens if it happens enough times they learn it they're able to learn if if i do a then c happens what if they do a and b happens instead well if it happens often enough you'll be able to change their learning so they will become accustomed to when they do a b happens okay so it's not like math and that there's absolutes but um there's we'll statistics just about that <laughs> we'll just we'll just let that analogy go yeah oh very good so uh, but but the one thing that is important with dogs is that when you are correcting them or teaching them something, like 
teaching them to not bark, that it's not something you want them to do. Mm-hmm. It's important to to spray in their mouth um, as soon as possible after it happens. After if they you, bark. Yeah, if you wait 10 seconds, they just think you're squirting vinegar into their mouth just for existing, for no apparent reason. Gotcha. So their memory, I would say, is short. Okay. Okay. I noticed, I, I didn't go to, to puppy preschool, but obviously my wife took my dog over uh, last night. And when I finally did see him at the end of the night, he was so insanely hyper. It was nuts. I've never seen him that hyper. Maybe he, he just running gets, around. He gets fired up slowly. Mm. He's like a slow burn. He's like a, a, mar- a marathon runner. Mm-hmm. It takes him, he doesn't sprint. Uh, but when he when he gets going, he just keeps on going. He doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. It, probably. I, I also learned from this puppy preschool, uh, our dog does have a problem with chewing things that he's not supposed to chew. Yeah. Like uh, rugs and his own bed. It's it's really annoying. But uh, Carrie came home and she told me that a good way to teach a dog to not chew on things is you grab it out of their mouth and you say, stop. And then you ignore them for 10 seconds. Yes. The ignoring thing is, is, is big. So after you reprimand them, uh-huh. you then ignore them for 10 seconds. And it's... It's insane. Like, I, I know you wouldn't think like, oh, you know, that's a whatever. That's, you would think that's not near as effective as grabbing out of their mouth and then swatting them over the head or something mm-hmm. or taking a big newspaper, like a, a rolled up newspaper and like making a loud noise. See, but I've never seen the amount of guilt on my dog's face after we ignore him for 10 seconds. It's amazing. It, it, it's perfect. Like they actually like, feel bad rather than just feeling scared when that happens they feel guilty you see it all over their face and it's just like yeah you did that you did wrong and this is where i would differ from your dog's personality because i would view being ignored as a blessing like you you'd be whacking your tail as it were when people are ignoring you yeah gotcha and he did some of that too when all the other dogs were racing around and sniffing and 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 licking and racing around, like I said, uh, he was off by himself at the feet of your wife, just sitting there. I don't even know if he was watching them. Like a good boy. Honestly, he might have just been staring into the corner. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was probably he was probably pondering lofty ideas uh, rather than just being entertained by the simple things of life. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Do you do you want some coffee? Yeah, I do. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's about Jeff. We do miss him. Oh boy. While you're getting the coffee around, I'll make some small talk about how the poll that you've been waiting for is online right now. The poll you mean for the I already did for it. For more plans. For more plans. Do you want to be part of more French press planning. And this is about French Fest 2018, of course. You can say yes or no. And we'll definitely check that out. And if you do want more planning, maybe we'll make some more phone calls on the air to to see if we can get some, some more options lined up for French Fest 2018. 
I feel like this might be a good time maybe to damper some expectations, Leighton, because I don't have a perfect memory, but I, I do kind of in the back of my mind, almost like a dream, recall, I don't know if you call it a promise, maybe just a, a thought about having a new French press shirt available yeah. for French Fest 2018. Yeah. And is that... Was it just a dream? Uh, was it just a faint, fleeting idea? Or do you think this has some material? I, I feel like the closer that French, the actual French fest approaches, the closer it comes, the more I realize that it probably is just a dream. Uh, or rather than maybe before it was a dream, and the closer that uh, September 11th approaches... Is turning into a nightmare. <laughs> Either way, it's it's definitely a figment of my imagination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is where it feels so good to do, to say no. Okay. You Jeff brought it up that one of the things he learned this year was saying no. Yes. To, to more things. Yes. And it's a, no is such a powerful word. It's just as powerful as yes, really. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoy no so much no, more. Way more than yes. Yeah. Uh, I see. Uh, so, has the coffee been soaking long enough, you think? Um, where's... Oh, wait, I need to get mugs. You need to get I, mugs. I feel like at this point, Jeff would say, no, it hasn't been seeping long enough. All right. Layton's getting mugs. At this point, I'll just plug some of our French press, French press social media accounts. You can follow us on Instagram at French Press Podcast on Twitter at French Press Pod. You can email us French mail at FrenchPressPodcast.com. And of course we're on Facebook as well. And whenever you guys do leave feedback, we do read it and we take it to heart and we consider it very closely. In fact, remember we had some feedback a few months ago, Leighton, about how we don't have enough have enough guests on anymore and how the titles are just lame. Well we took that to, I, to heart. I didn't, I didn't I don't remember the titles. I don't remember the comment about the titles, but I do remember that we, we should have more guests. Yeah, yeah. The, there was a comment about how the titles uh, are awful. And then that person actually did uh, – he actually didn't know he read his feedback because he had stopped listening. <laughs> but he was made aware of it. And he, he told me that he really did enjoy the last few weeks of the podcast. And I heard that from other people as well. Uh, at Justin's wedding, it was mentioned that they do enjoy the new – new format where we have topics that we discuss and we will continue doing that just not today <laughs> just not today all right so what we have here we have the coffee uh we have the coffee and it's it's a very special uh roast because it was sent to us from a uh, from uh, sister-in-law Shelley, um, who is a longtime fan of the French Fest, of the French press, sorry. <laughs> I always get the events and the podcast itself mixed up. <coughs> I misspoke. Uh, but she sent us uh, Hemisphere Coffee Roasters, or coffee from Hemisphere Coffee Roasters. Um, their Their slogan is, we shake the hand of the coffee farmer. Um, so yeah, th this is from uh, Nicaragua, uh, and the roast is Cafe Diego. 
I think. I think. I think. I, I could be wrong. We, you, you should have put a little more coffee in. It's a little bit weak, but I don't think it's because of the coffee itself. I just think it's. It's just watered down. It, there's not. There weren't enough. There wasn't enough coffee for the water. Mm. He can't taste the coffee for the water. For maybe the, maybe the I shouldn't have poured in. I. <sighs> we miss Jeff. Jeff, just come back. All right, the, the joke's up. We get it. All right, you can make coffee. Ooh, but it would be good if you would come back and and make coffee for us. Ah, at least the water's hot. Yeah, we did get that part right. I think I'm learning though that I do enjoy weak coffee because I enjoy this. I, I understand that it is weak and very watered down, but but I enjoy it. So I, I, I guess I like we coffee, Ruben. All right, we learn something new every day. <sighs> I've got a great tech tip for you. What is it? Well, my dilemma: a great tech tip fixes the problem. Mm. And my problem was that sometimes I want to send an email, and I'm ready to send it, but I don't want it to be delivered until a certain time why maybe i'm uh i might be working on something late at night and i want it to come in fresh at maybe eight o'clock so it's not behind a bunch of spam emails for someone but it's at the top at eight o'clock or eight thirty. they get the email gotcha um and so there isn't a way to do this natively natively in, in google in, with in gmail gotcha for, for all my email what about inbox I don't know about inbox, but for, for, for all my email, whether okay. it's work-related or personal, I either use Gmail for personal or for my work email, I use Google's business service, which is called G Suite. G Suite. Yeah, and it offers all the is same. Is that expensive? Or, or it's $5 is... a month. Okay. And it's the, same, it's the same features as Gmail, except that you get more storage because you're paying for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's geared up to do more sharing internally in your organization than sharing just to the public. But, gotcha, and there's some other things too. Like you can do, you can do groups. Yeah, regardless, no, well, no one cares about that. Let, let, let's not get specific. Yeah. we're well, not nerding out here. Okay. Let's just. But so I, I googled it to, to try to find a way how to send email on a schedule. Uh huh. And there is this service called Cloud HQ, and it's free. You can use it for Gmail, like a free Gmail account, or you can use it for your your G Suite as well, and it's great. It lets you pick. Um, you can send. You can send this in a week from now. You can send this in uh, tomorrow at eight a.m. and you can adjust it as well, or you can send it in an hour, or you can set the exact time you want to send it. Mm. And yeah, it really is great because maybe you have an email ready to go, but you don't want to send it until next week at eight o'clock, and you just want it to happen automatically. Gotcha. Boom! It happens mm. just like that. Just like that. So there's your tech tip for you. If you want to send your Gmail email on a schedule or send it delayed check out cloud excuse me cloud hq can you also do like repetitive like repeat emails like hey email this person now and then again in five minutes again in like in two days and again in five days you You can probably just send them separately and then set the delays i don't know that you can schedule the emails to be sent or or you can schedule. I don't know if you can set repeating emails. Okay. Um, the only thing that's annoying 
is that it does add a icon or a a a settings tray mm-hmm. right beside their their app tray, mm. which is where if you click on the nine buttons, it drops down and it shows you know your mail, your sheets, your docs, your calendar, all those all the Google services. Right beside that, there's a Cloud HQ, and so it just annoys me because it's there. Mm. And I, I did uh, message the developer and asked if there's a way to remove that because I, I just hate extra stuff. Yep. I just want it to be clean. I don't want to – yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Did they did they respond? Uh, no. Could you set up like a delay email so that it sends it to them again in like two days? I should. With some kind of service? Maybe you're emailing them with their with their own service. That would be perfect. Uh, All right. So there's your tech tip for you. Thanks, Ruben. You're welcome. Well, Layton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how how long have we, how have we been recording? Um, almost half an hour. Oh my. But I don't want to spoil them. I feel I like we need to we need to shorten it up a little bit, especially as we approach French Fest, um, so that their like hankering and their hunger, like slowly like it gets like more and more intense each week because like they keep on being left like a little bit unsatisfied, and then finally at French Fest they're like, yes, I have been waiting for this. It's like a person that's it's like trapped in a desert, and. And is searching for water and like only gets a few drops of rain every now and then. And then when he finally finds that oasis of French Fest, that French Fest oasis, they're like, oh, I have been waiting for this. And then they just drink and drink and drink and drink until they vomit. Uh, That's what I hope French Fest is like. I I do have one little story, I guess. Uh, Uh, On Saturday, uh my family came over and helped on a bunch of different house projects, home we have a list called Home Improvements, Carmen and I. It's uh, just, yeah, a digital to-do list. And we knocked out about four things to do. But they were like the big things, right? And they were some big things, especially two things were big. The one was uh, re moving the laundry room and moving it out into where currently our little uh, um, mud, room. mud room had been. And to do that, we had to run new water uh, lines and new electrical lines, uh-huh. and that mudroom had an, a door that had a hole in it, and it wasn't sealed at the bottom, and it wasn't insulated. It was just a the mudroom. It was just a insulated. little mudroom. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we took care of ninety nine percent of that on Saturday. I don't plus, think ninety nine percent. Well, well, yeah, real close to ninety nine percent. Well, you still have to uh, hang some boards. Don't you? I do still have to hang some boards. I need do, to hook. I need to hook up the the one end of the water hoses, but I have the things in my possession now. Oh, good! That I, the tools and the parts I need. Yeah, that. Once again, I I told your wife this, and I think I might have told you, but whenever I I told her, whenever plumbing is involved, whenever you are dealing with something that is in the area of plumbing, expect like you will never get the parts you need. Uh, on your first run to Ace or Lowe's or wherever you're going. You just won't. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. If you do, you're a plumber. 
and I'm pretty sure you have all those parts out in your van. That's the only way that you can have all the parts that you would need. I'm not sure of it. Because it always ends up being like seven trips for me. Yeah. Well, we made uh, two or three trips, and we still didn't find all the plumbing parts we needed because Lowe's didn't have them. See? It was some kind of special part that I needed to get from uh, the guy who installed the plumbing equipment, which is Chris Plumbing and Heating. And they really, yeah, I was able to get the parts from them for, yeah, I was very happy with what the cost of the parts was Good to do that. Uh, anyway, I was going in a little bit of a different direction. Oh, and we even did some other things, too. We got, oh, man, we got an exhaust fan fixed. We got... You got some cabinets removed. Some cabinets removed. We got stairs uh, fixed. The one, sta- the one step on the stairs was wobbly. Yeah. Anyway. And that wasn't even on your to-do that list. That wasn't even on the list. I had to add it later when I took a picture of it to send to my family as a thank you of all the things we got done. Oh, very... I didn't. I well, didn't get those pictures. I kind of because I helped when I was saying. I that. helped with I that. I probably shouldn't have said that. And you never sent a picture to me. Uh, but I told. Well, yeah, that is true. Oh, I can show you the picture. The gall. I'll, I'll show it to you. Wow, cousins, huh? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> doors can open up two different ways. There's a left-handed door and a right-handed door. And when we were at Lowe's the night before, getting a, the the majority of our parts that we needed, Carmen and I. We asked the, there was a nice gentleman there from Lowe's and he explained how you know if you need a right-handed door or if you need a left-handed door. And the way he explained it, and this is going to confuse you, everyone, because Mm. it kind of, anyway, he said, if you're on the outside and you're walking up to the door, uh, which way, which way does it swing? And I said, well, it swings, uh, I mean, it swings in. And then if you would take your, if you take your right hand, um, would you be reaching? I think he said if you're reaching it, and with your right hand, and you move it, your right hand in, and outstretched forward. Oh. Anyway, he kind of explained it that way. That that but sounds I, like the most complicated way to like. Hey, is the door gonna swing in or out? All right, number one, and then. Do you want it to swing right or swing left? Well, either way, we, we figured oh. we figured out that yeah, we need a right-handed door. Okay. And so we looked and looked, and we, there's labels there, and we wanted uh, we don't want to spend a ton of money, but we wanted one with a window. So we saw one with a little half-moon window that was a right-handed door, and we're like, yes, awesome, got it. Took it out to the car. It barely fit in my flex. I mean, we had to move the seats forward to get the door in. Wow. To be able to close it. But it did fit. Come Saturday, ready to install the door, and we look at it, and we realize that this door is the wrong kind of door. What was wrong with it? It was going to swing the opposite way that it should have. And if we would have used it, it would have been blocking the door that goes from the breezeway into the house. So you had to open the door, step through it, close it, before you could open up the next door. Otherwise, the way that it was supposed to be, it would just swing to the wall, and then you could continue walking in into the house. Oh, yeah. That's what you need. It wasn't a good scenario. So we loaded it back up in the flex. I ran to Lowe's and went to the door section. There there wasn't anyone there. And then I looked. uh, So I decided, well, obviously we need a left-handed door. So I looked for the left-handed door. And then I just decided that then I, uh, I looked from the label to the actual door, and I pictured it hanging where it's supposed to hang at home. Wow. And I realized left-handed door 
is not the right kind of door. That's also swinging the exact same way, the same wrong way that the door I had bought the day before. Gotcha. A lot of door words. Oh, man. And then I decided to Google. So you were lied to. I was lied by to. By a guy from Lowe's? No. He was right. He he explained it right. We did a right want, we did handed door. want a right-handed door. However, it was mislabeled. <gasps> the door that we bought was a left-handed door. But it was but on the label, it said a right-handed door. Yeah. And there's an easier way to know if you need a right-handed door or a left-handed door. How? I Googled it. And if you stand with your back to the uh, the hinges of the door, and then whichever way the door swings, it is either, if it swings to the right, it is a right-handed door. If it swings to the left, it's a left-handed door. Okay. So that's much easier. So if you're standing inside, you're saying. If you stand beneath, no, no. If you're standing, open up the door uh-huh. and stand uh, with one leg on the outside and one leg on the inside. Okay. So you're standing right on top of the threshold of you're the door. You're standing inside the threshold. I'm standing on top of it. Okay. And then if the whichever hand the door handle is nearest to, if it's closest to the left hand, it's a left-handed door. If it's closer to the right hand, it's a right-handed door. Gotcha. Does that make sense? The door is right behind you, Layton. Yes. So if that door would be swung open, and if you'd be standing beneath the, the door, uh-huh. centered with your back to the hinges... Mm-hmm. Would that be is that a left-handed door or a right-handed door? I think it's a right-handed door. No, it's a left-handed door. What? Yeah, it could, if it's, if you're standing beneath it and it's open, the handle is right by your left hand. So if I'm standing, stand with your back to the hinges. Back to the oh, back to the hinges. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were like I'm just standing in here. No. 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 Face this way. No, 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 no. Okay, your back, your back must be at the hinge. Okay, so it is left-handed. Yes. Gotcha. Now, when you go to Lowe's to replace doors, you'll know what kind of door you need. Hey, thanks, Ruben. That was a good house improvement tip. Anytime, Layton. All right, I think that's all we got. I don't have any any more stories. Well, with one door closing, another one opens. And, yeah, but, but but no, I'm not. I mean, I, I I could go into a story, but I feel like it's it's too raw. It's like too it's too fresh in your mind. It's too fresh. It's very traumatizing. I think we should save it for another day. Okay. Or at least make sure that it's okay if I if I share it on the podcast. Okay. <sighs> anyway, that's you... a little tease for possibly next week, possibly never. Uh, head on over to Facebook. And let us know if you're coming to French Fest 2018. French Fest. Get your French on. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Layton, what's the point? Uh, the point is uh, bouncy castles aren't as expensive as what I thought. I was expecting it to be a grand. I don't know it's that much, but I don't know. A good 500. But but it was pretty small. Like he said, it, what was it, 15 by 15? No, that's the space we needed to, for it to fit inside. I think it was 12 by 12 by oh, 12. Okay. Yeah, that's not that big. No, but... Th- th- that's like this room. I'm pretty sure. We can fit in it. We could podcast in the Bouncy Castle. Yes! Bouncy Castles aren't that expensive. Point number two, it is incredibly hard to track down clowns and magicians. Point number three, 
Uh, French Fest is coming along swimmingly. Point number four, uh, Jeff, we only need you for coffee. Just come back, make us coffee. And point number five, RSVP for French Fest. And what's a word of the week to leave with the uh, Word of the week is door. <laughs>